Welcome to the Word on Wednesday podcast for September 16. My name is John Mason. Thank you for joining us. Happiness is something we long for, yet happiness is elusive and subjective. At best, it is momentary and passing. Where can we find the riches of a lasting experience that satisfies the depths of our soul? Today we turn to the first of Jesus' Beatitudes, found in Matthew chapter 5. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Before my Bible reflection, we'll hear from Psalm 145 and then pray. So let me read the opening lines of Psalm 145. I will extol you, my God and King, and bless your name for ever and ever. Every day I will bless you and praise your name for ever and ever. Great is the Lord, and greatly to be praised. His greatness is unsearchable. And verses 8 through 10, The Lord is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. The Lord is good to all, and His compassion is over all that He has made. All your works shall give you thanks, O Lord, and all your faithful shall bless you. Let's now pray as our Lord Jesus has taught. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. A prayer for everyone in need. O God, creator and preserver of all people, we humbly pray for all sorts and conditions of men and women, that you will be pleased to make your way known to them, your saving power among all nations. Thank you that we can come to you with our concerns and anxieties, knowing that you are a God of compassion, who hears us and knows our deepest needs. We commend to your fatherly care all those who in this passing world are in any kind of trouble or sickness, sorrow, anxiety or need. Especially we pray for those who have lost loved ones through COVID-19 or the fires on the west coast of the USA. We also pray for those who have lost their homes through the fires and for those who are out of work through the impact of the coronavirus. Furthermore, we pray for those who in this time of social restriction are in physical, mental or emotional danger. Father, may it please you to comfort and relieve all who are in need. Give them patience in their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. All this we ask for the sake of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Andrew Pearson will now lead us in further prayer. A prayer for all in authority. Almighty God, the fountain of all goodness, We humbly pray you to bless all who hold positions of authority and public office in every land, so that all things, especially in these uncertain times, may be ordered in wisdom, righteousness, and peace. 
to the honor of your holy name and the good of your church and people. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Almighty Father, who commanded us to love you with all our mind, look with gracious favor, we pray, on our universities, colleges, and schools. Bless all who teach and all who learn. Grant that they may seek and love the truth, grow in wisdom and knowledge, and in humility of heart ever look to you, the source of all wisdom and understanding. We ask this through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. A reading from the Gospel of St. Matthew, chapter 5, verses 3 through 12. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven, for in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Happiness is something we long for, yet happiness is elusive and, at best, momentary. Where then can we find the riches of a lasting experience that satisfies the depths of our soul? Today we turn to the first of Jesus' Beatitudes that we find in Matthew chapter 5. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Some translations use happy instead of blessed, but happy is subjective, a poor substitute for the word blessed that Jesus uses. The blessed will generally be profoundly happy, but blessedness is not simply happiness. To be blessed means to be approved or to find approval. When Jesus says blessed, he is speaking of the people who have God's approval. This is profound. If God is at the heart of the universe, there can be no higher blessing than to be approved by Him. Jesus' words here challenge us to ask, whose blessing do I want more? The blessing or approval of people around me? Or God's blessing? Now the blessing or approval of family and friends, Facebook or Instagram followers, isn't wrong in itself. It's just that Jesus wants us to see that God's blessing is infinite in value. 
If this is our desire, then his Beatitudes speak to us very personally and very deeply. In the opening segment of his Sermon on the Mount, in Matthew chapters 5 through 7, he identifies eight blessings. They're not eight top suggestions, nor are they characteristics of eight different types of people. Indeed, so searching of our character are these Beatitudes that they reveal that none of us is capable of living up to them in order to get into heaven. They are Jesus' expectations of all who would turn to him. What then is poverty of spirit? It's not financial destitution or material poverty. None of the disciples were materially destitute. We can forget that while men like Peter or Matthew weren't necessarily millionaires, they certainly weren't materially impoverished. Simon Peter ran a fishing business with his brother and other partners, and Matthew had sufficient funds to host a large dinner party. But what they both realised was that they had a need only Jesus could satisfy. When confronted with Jesus' power and purity, Simon Peter knew that a deep gulf existed between himself and Jesus. Depart from me, Lord, he said, for I'm a sinner. For his part, Matthew realised that there was more to life than making money. Called to follow Jesus, he handed over the tax office to others and turned to Jesus. It's to people like this that Jesus says, Blessed are you poor for yours is the kingdom of heaven. The English word poor is used to translate a number of Old Testament words. One word we find in Proverbs and Ecclesiastes refers to the materially hard up. Another word refers to people who are powerless. Other words speak of the poor as the needy and the socially underprivileged or oppressed. Most importantly, In the Old Testament, especially in the Psalms and Isaiah, the poor turn to God for help. Knowing the reality of their spiritual need, they turn to God, whose nature is always to have mercy. Poor is often found as a metaphor for the outsider. To be poor in spirit is to know that we are outsiders as far as God is concerned. The eight Beatitudes or blessings form an introduction to the Sermon on the Mount. Any doubts we might have about the poverty of our relationship with God are exposed as Jesus moves on to explain the deeper meaning of God's commandments. To hate someone is to commit murder. To lust after someone to whom you're not married is to commit adultery. Like a laser light, Jesus' sermon reveals everything about us, not just our actions, but our very thoughts and words. His sermon removes our self-delusion and wakens within us a genuine poverty of spirit. To be poor in spirit is to acknowledge our spiritual bankruptcy. It's exemplified by the guilty publican in the story Jesus told. The publican prayed from a corner in the temple, God, be merciful to me a sinner. Poverty of spirit is being honest with God about ourselves. It's the admission of our impotence without God's work of salvation in our lives. So then, what is the kingdom of heaven? 
Matthew uses the phrase kingdom of heaven in the same way that Mark and Luke speak of the kingdom of God. Jewish man that he was, Matthew was reluctant to use the word God. It was too holy, too majestic. Kingdom of God speaks of God's great power and glory, and his rightful and good rule over his creation. It's a majestic theme, one that inspires the very best within us, for it opens up an eternity of grand and beautiful possibilities for us. Where is a rich and lasting blessing to be found? One that reaches the depths of our soul. It's to be found in a heartfelt experience of turning to God and knowing Him. So we need to come to Him and acknowledge our spiritual bankruptcy, emptying ourselves of self-righteousness, moral self-esteem and personal pride. For it's only when we empty ourselves of these things that Jesus will fill us with new life and assure us of God's approval. Truly God's blessing and His kingdom belong to the poor in spirit. Lord of all power and might, the author and giver of all good things, graft in our hearts the love of Your name, increase in us a true faith, nourish us with all goodness, and so by Your mercy keep us, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And now may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of His Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit be with you and remain with you always. Amen. People involved in today's podcast are John Mason, speaker and writer, Andrew Pearson, the Dean and Senior Minister of the Cathedral Church of the Advent, Birmingham, Alabama, Catherine Jacob, a member of the Cathedral Ministry Team, and music is from the Cathedral, under the direction of Dr. Frederick Teardew and Zachary Hicks. Prayers are drawn from an Australian prayer book, 1978, and the Bible readings are from the New Revised Standard Version. Please let us know if you have a question or a comment about this podcast. We'd love to hear from you.